Hello and welcome to Ramblings from Nowhere with my Call of Duty playing co-host, Mr. Clay Dotson. It's like, I don't even know anymore, because Call of Duty is just, it's a killing simulator is pretty much how I like to call it now. <laughs> killing Simulator 3000, it just feels kind of, it's fast paced, which is fun, but it just feels kind of hollow after that. I don't know if that makes any sense. Perfect sense. That's why you should play Warzone, and then you'll have some substance in there. Ah, I don't like just being always paranoid and stuff. <laughs> Clay, either way, I'm excited. We actually have stuff to talk about this week for once, uh, for the first time in a few months. Uh, this is going to be a more game-centric uh, podcast this week, obviously. Uh, Xbox did their Inside Xbox Today uh, and re- and showed first actual footage footage from the Xbox Series X uh, third party games. Did so, they though? Well, Did they? I noticed that too. Um, basically, most of them said that this was uh, what they were shooting for on the uh, Xbox. So we'll see. But um, we'll get to that here in just a little bit. Uh, first up, as always, Clay, what have you been up to? Uh, nothing, just uh, work and playing some X- Xbox One. Went and got to hang out with my grandmother last week. That was a lot of fun. Yes. I think uh, I feel so bad for her. She's just uh, been so cooped up. So. And she was just happy I was there. It was over the weekend because you sent me that uh, picture of uh, comic books, right? Wasn't that what it was? Yes. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Actually, I sent you the comic book cards, whatever. Yes. yes that's right. But. That leads to uh, Brandon. We were playing the other night, and Brandon asked if something had has to uh, if something had happened to your grandmother because of a tweet you sent out. And I hadn't saw the tweet yet, and then I saw it, and I cracked up. I don't know how Brandon. Uh, I don't know how he got that. Something was wrong with my grandmother. I literally quoted my grandmother. Yeah, yeah. My grandmother was talking about one of her friends that passed away and just said that she was a beautiful corpse. And I was like, good God. First of all, it's just weird to say that. But then it's my grandmother. So I was just like, well, whatever. How the hell do you get something happen to my grandmother when I literally quoted, I literally put the dash, my grandmother, to denote that she was quoted. Uh, a beautiful to know corpse. Brandon, to know Brandon is to love him. Yes, yeah, a beautiful corpse. It's just, I don't know. Uh, so that was fun. Uh, and then uh, I played... I finally got in to play some Call of Duty, and it's it's okay. I don't I don't know. I've been just playing like... You're uh, talking Warzone right now. Or, or are you talking, talking just, just regular I'm multiplayer? Because I know you tried Regular multiplayer. Okay. okay. And it's just like multiplayer when I played three or four years ago. It's just that... It just feels empty. And plus the menus, man, the menu's very overwhelming. There's a lot going on in that menu. Both it and the Warzone one. Of course, I haven't seen the multiplayer one, but um, the Warzone one's the same. There's a lot of, like, levels to dig into, like, unlock-wise and stuff like that. Plus the game's like 170 gigs altogether. Dude, that's ridiculous. It it, It has to be the largest game uh, storage-wise for the Xbox. I can't think of anything. that I know that uh, Red Dead 3 comes in at, what, 110, I think, or something like that. If but, that. If but, that, but nowhere near the size of this one. And what that latest update was, the multiplayer side was, like, 15 gigs added on top. So, like, you know, you're going to have to have a... You're going to have to have a hard drive just to house Call of Duty. So... But, uh, so what, what What do you think? Uh, we talked about it a little bit off air. Um, what do you think of the Warzone stuff? Because I don't think we've talked about it on here. We're not going to dwell on it too long because I've talked about it a lot. But um, Mine was just really glitchy experience. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to play against people on the PC. I'm sorry. I mean, well, I've got my controller. I don't want to... You can, you, as I said, you can go into your settings and kill that. It's well, almost, it, it's I've al- already got my settings on it right now for multiplayer, but it won't let me go into Warzone right now. It says you have to enable crossplay, and I was like, "What?" Well, but really, yeah. 
Huh. I haven't set mine up. Menu right now. I haven't set mine up like that just because Jonathan plays with us on PC. So um, it feels like it's a virtual billboards everywhere. Buy the battle pass. Buy all this crap, and it's really just pushing it down your throat. I, I will say this: um, we had to. Uh, we were playing a match of the night, Josh and I. And we had to have run into a cheater. Maybe not. It may have been the most amazing shots ever, but from across the board, we were driving one of the little dune buggy things. Mm -hmm. We were were going down a hill, and so we were bouncing up and down, and he headshot both of us back to back. I mean, boom, boom, we're both dead. Yeah. I I don't play mouse and keyboard, and I realize that you have, uh, you know, you've got a little better aim control and stuff, but... I just don't see how you could do something like that, especially in a moving car. You know, I was just like, man. Did he kill you with a sniper, or did he sniper. kill you with a D? Oh, wow, because I don't. I think those are all bolt action. Right? I don't. Sniper. Are there any perks that let you turn it semi-automatic, whatever? Well, now there's a fifty. The fifty cal. I don't think is bolt action. I may be wrong. I can't remember. But um, anyway, still digging the game. Uh, kind of fun. I, I made a stupid rookie mistake last night. Uh, we were housed up in the – I can't remember how far along the game, but uh, it was me and Josh and Jonathan, and Josh was watching the stairs because we knew somebody was coming at us. And so he was watching the stairs, and he got the first dude that charged up, and then the second dude charged up and killed him and jumped out the window all in one single motion. And Smart. So – uh, we were just kind of setting up Jonathan and I trying to figure out what we're going to do next and uh, try to get to a buy-in station to buy Josh back. And my uh, stupid me wasn't paying attention, and he went to the house right beside us and shot me through a window. Like I had my head just, you know, I was standing up upright with my back to a window, not even Dang. paying attention. So that was my own fault. But anyway, that's just that's part of the game. So what else happening? We won't dwell on, as I said, Warzone stuff too much. Uh, I mean, like I said, the Call of Duty thing, the menu's just, there's just a lot going on. Now you've got the weapons XP, and you've got your regular XP, and then the perks pretty much seem kind of untouched. Um, you know, the perk system's been in there since Call of Duty Modern Warfare 4, or it was Call of Duty 4, which was then enabled Modern Warfare, whatever. And now it's called Modern Warfare again. Whatever. You see, you can get mixed up with all the damn Modern Warfare mentions. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm liking it. It just feels like there's no soul to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I've not had a chance to play Ground War yet. I mean, I, when me and uh, my friend Jesse played, we uh, made sure just to play stuff that had everything in it, whether it's uh, the, Domination, Hardpoint. Right. Ground War is um, the big uh, Battlefield-type one uh, yeah. map, right? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Vehicles in the whole nine yards. So, um, got back into Dragon Ball Z. I got my Funimation uh, account. I saw and, watching it the other night. And I'm not starting with the first season. I'm starting with the uh, Namek saga, whatever. So, uh, with freezing all that good stuff. So yeah, I would I would bypass that and go straight into Android and then work from there. Sell games, blah blah. But that's just me. But I've seen the the Namek saga a blue million times. So, and if I don't ever watch the first, the uh, I've completely drawn a blank all of a sudden. The first uh, arc, again, I'm good. Um, so, but that's just me. So you're watching the entire thing, not the uh, the uh, yeah Dragon Ball Z uh, Bukaki. Is that what it's called? I don't think it's Bukaki. No, but. <laughs> I think it's called. I thought it was uh, Budokai. Budokai is like Budokai is a video a game. game. Yeah, that's one of the games. I think it's called Dragon Ball Kai or Dragon Ball Z yeah, Kai. It's, it's Dragon Ball Z Kai. It's which, not on Funimation, yeah. so. So it's. But I'm enjoying haul. it. Yeah. It is a long haul, and I'm going to make my way through all the Dragon Ball Zs just because, and then maybe work my way to Super. I don't know about GT. GT's not really canon, GT's, right? Or GT's its own world. Not. It's not considered canon anymore, but um, it's its own. It's comp- it. It's completely different from everything else. Of course, Akira Toriyami was not really involved in that one, besides, I think, some character design work. But uh, it's uh, completely different from the rest. Uh, Goku gets turned into a kid again. He blah, blah, blah. It just It's pretty crazy. 
but no, I'm having fun with it, man. It's uh, like I said, it's, it's just, it's just, just. I mean, the episodes are pretty quick. I mean, a lot of it's not necessary, but right, I get it for right now they're time. pretty quick. But when you get to the end of it and you have to wait 45 episodes for Goku to power up to fight Frieza, <laughs> you know, that's that's when it. That's my only. <laughs> problem 300 episodes later it's that's my only problem with dragon ball z always has been i love it uh kai cuts out a a bunch of fun episodes which i understand why they do it with the kai stuff but like at the same time you you lose some of those really good ones but man it's a it's a grind especially during some of the cell saga stuff to uh to get through all that the android saga moves pretty fast but once you get into the cell part of it it just kind of all of a sudden starts grinding to a halt you know what's not fun? What's that? Streets of Rage 4. Have you played it? I've not played play like the first two levels, and mm-hmm. I'm not impressed. I meant to not check impressed it out. at all. I meant to check it out before we recorded and just not, did not get to. So um, I played as Axel, whatever, and I, I don't know. It's a button smasher that I felt like, you know, in the year of our Lord 2020, people could come up with a better way to make a button smasher entertaining. Mm-hmm. You know, actually make fighting, you know, if I'm going to be button smashing, you might as well make me do combos with multiple buttons. No, that's not the case. You have your X button, which is your attack button. Then you have a button that's just your strong or your powerful attack that, you know, takes into your life gauge. Mm -hmm. And then you have a stronger attack. You hold down the X button and then release. It's just, I don't know. I guess it would be fun to play through a couple times with friends with the different characters because I'm, I'm sure they've got a couple secret characters besides the four you start with. I wasn't impressed. I mean, it looks good. It sounds mm-hmm. great. Play-wise, though, no. No, thank you. Did you uh, no. did you play single-player or co-op? I did single-player. All right. Just wondering. I'll have to check it out. I still want to check it out. Uh, I, know, I know what you're saying, though. So we shall see. Uh, Other than that, I'm good, man. That's that's pretty much well, it. No, 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 that's no. A, you forgot one thing. I uh, forget about. You, you forgot about Westworld. Oh yeah, Westworld what'd ended. What'd you think? I don't know. I don't know. You know Obviously, what? everybody's starting to think that this is going to pick up right after where it ended. No, I think it's going to no, pick up. It can't pick up way down it, the future. It can't pick up where it ended because Bernard and the Stinger at the end. You know when he went into the uh, what did they call it? The Sublime. Is that what yeah. you call it? When he come out, like, everything was covered in dust. So, you know he had to be there for a while. What about Stubbs, man? Stubbs, he just left Stubbs in there with ice. I'm sure we'll Here. find out. I'm sure we'll find out what happened to him. Uh, um, but, but on top of that, um, yeah, and then, you know, season two, Stinger had the uh, man in black mm-hmm. in the future where they're trying to do the tests on him to see, you know, if he's actual, you know... Right. If he's a human or if he's a, a host, mm-hmm. but I mean, where does that fit in? Because they say that that's part of the timeline that it's way in the future. Well, I, well, think, I mean, well, I, we'll see. I don't know. I mean, there is now a host, Man in Black. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I thought it was real good. Um, I was waiting the entire season for Maeve to come around and uh, get her senses together. Yeah. So. Oh, I'm sure they're going to take it in a very interesting, you know, direction. I mean, but it's got to be way in the future then. I mean, we're what, in the year 2030-something in this one? Or is yes. it 2050? Yes. I think uh, 2030. I can't remember. I think it's 2030. 20-something, something, something. Yeah. So, But uh, that's about it. I mean, oh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I like Westworld. It's I fun, did. but a lot of people really do not like the ending right now. I so. enjoyed it. I didn't have any problems with it. Um, I'm, I don't think we've seen the last of Dolores. Um, I think that I I really I really like the uh, Pink Floyd Dark Side of the Moon there at the end of it. That was a nice touch. So we'll see. I'm excited. So I'm sure we'll have to wait another two years at least before we get to see a new season. Man, two years for eight episodes. Like, it's get crazy. Out of here. It's crazy. Stop yeah. it. Yeah. Crazy. So uh, well, Clay. I of course I did that. Uh, we talked a little bit about Warzone. I I did see. Did you see the preview for Love Lovecraft Country? I did. So I saw it and I was intrigued and I bought the book. I've started reading the book. Um, What's it about? Well, it's set in the nineteen fifties. Uh, it's about a uh, black man that left that has uh, 
left the army. He finished his tour, and he goes home to Chicago. And then his to find his father had sent him a letter saying that he needed him to come home, basically. And he gets home, and then finds out his father's gone to a little place in Boston, and it's referred to as Lovecraft Lovecraft Country. Uh, mm. it's uh, it's a really good read so far. I really got into it the first. I haven't had a chance to pick it back up, but I read. I can't remember how much the first couple days before it got real busy. But I'm, I'm digging it. I really dug that trailer. It looks like a good uh, little series. I was looking for something new to pick up after Westworld, so we'll see. Uh, pretty cool. Well, Jordan Peele's got to do or has got something to do with that, right? Do what? Jordan Peele. Yes, he is an executive producer on it. And I think J.J. Abrams as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yay, Jordan Peele. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then uh, I, I watched, uh, I did check out the first episode of the Mandalorian making of thing. Uh, the actual name of it is the Disney Gallery, Star Wars, The Mandalorian. I uh, watched the first episode of it the other day. It's uh, It was good. I mean, if you're into, you know, behind the scenes stuff, that kind of thing. Uh, the first episode is on the directors, all the directors of uh, the first season. So check that out if you want, if you're into it. It made me want to go back and watch The Mandalorian again, honestly. Uh, so that was cool. Are you going to springboard this into Star Wars news? Uh, I've got some lined up, but not right now because I have a couple other things. Uh, okay. okay. I checked out, I told you, I talked uh, over the weekend, I tried to play gears tactics but um my pc will not support it unfortunately that's what i said i was kind of excited to see i've heard good things about it uh if you're into XCOM type uh tactics games it's supposed to be pretty fun and then lastly clay i finally made it to star trek the next generation best of both worlds parts one and two I thought you said that last week. No, I was headed towards it. Ah, okay. But I had not watched it. So I finally watched that, and it was pretty freaking amazing. Obviously, is that your first time watching it? Yes, that's what I was what? saying. I had never saw those episodes until what? then. So, Son, I was reading that on VHS back in the day. I'm telling you, um, I was impressed. Uh, I said to myself, do I need to just quit watching Star Trek now, the next generation, the series, after that? Because, uh, man, it was amazing. I mean, the, those two episodes and then the follow-up episode where Picard goes home to France and everybody's kind of picking up the pieces and stuff. Uh, uh, it was just quality stuff. And, of course, that's all done. Uh, Ronald Moore was the one that was doing the... was um, I can't remember if he was writing or producing. It was one or the other. But anyway, he was uh, doing that. And, of course, he went on to Battlestar Galactica. So, so uh, when you're done with the, the next generation, are you going to move on to Deep Space Nine? Yes, that that's my plan. Because that is the, uh, but I think that's almost the better show. Here's the thing, though. I so I said to myself, do I need to quit watching this now? Because uh, does it get any better? Of course, I would like to watch the final episode because I've never watched it either. But anyway, I've continued on, and then come to find out in episode seven, maybe anyway. Worf has a freaking kid. I didn't know that. Yeah. Now I know that. Uh, it, Reunion was the episode. Wait, wait, wait. Never mind. I'm totally getting mixed up with uh, when he uh, starts appearing on Deep Space Nine. That's right. not his kid. That's Cisco's kid. Right. Sorry. But he has a kid. Uh, of course, that's all part of the Worf being uh, dishonored in the Klingon Empire stuff was happening. Shut up. Shut up. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it though. I'm really digging it. Uh, yes, my plan is to go Deep Space Nine, Voyager, and then I guess Enterprise. We'll see if I ever actually finish all that. That's asking a lot, so we shall see. I think see. you will. I believe in you. But, I do. Uh, I mean, the Deep Space Nine gets really good when they do the whole uh, Dominion War thing. Yeah, it's dude, it's good. <laughs> so that's about it for me too, Clay. Uh, we're gonna move in. Uh, of course, our main talking points tonight will revolve around the Inside Xbox from today. We're recording on Thursday. But since it's going to be a game-centric 
podcast, I did pull up a few quick little news bits just to talk about something other than games. Uh, first up, Clay, uh, if you use Comicology for your digital comics, they've got a ton of uh, free Marvel comic trade paperbacks on there right now, and there's no strings. You don't have to sign up for like a, a free month of the... Uh, monthly service thing or anything like that. Right. I'm, I'm going to read through these real quick, Clay. Uh, we don't have to really say anything. Uh, you can get Amazing Spider-Man Mas- Masterworks Volume 1. You can get Black Panther uh, by uh, Volume 2 collection from uh, Ty Nihisi Coates, which is supposed to be really good. Uh, Captain America Sam Wilson Volume 1. Captain America Volume 1, which is the Winter in America story arc. You can get Doctor Strange Volume 1, which is the Jason Aaron Doctor Strange. Uh, you can get Fantastic Four Visionaries from John Byrne, Volume 1. You can get Hulk, Planet Hulk, and you can get, or there's even more, hold on. Miles Morales, Volume 1, Straight Out of Brooklyn. Miss Marvel, Volume 1, No Normal. That's a great one. Uh, Secret Invasion, Secret Wars, and Venom by Donny Cates, Volume 1. That's a pretty good lineup of uh, newer Marvel comic trade paperbacks, all for free. Uh, so that's nice of yeah, them. It's pretty cool. I'll probably try to hop on there and grab a few of those um, that I don't have, just because. I mean, why not? So there's that. Uh, on top of that, Clay, they are developing a National Treasure TV series and a National Treasure three as we speak. How excited are you for this? Man, I'm down for anything with Nicolas Cage in it. Exactly, including the Tiger King series that's coming with him starring as the Tiger King. I still think uh, what Danny uh, shoot Glover? Huh? No, Danny. (laughs) (laughs) Dang, I'm getting too old for this shit. I'm getting too old for this. (laughs) Uh, No, from Eastbound and Down. Oh, uh, Danny McBride. Yeah. Oh, he'd be perfect. Yeah. Oh, he'd be perfect. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Straight up, man. So that's coming up. They are also moving forward with a Dungeons and Dragons movie, which enlists a formal Marvel executive as a producer, and I don't know who the producer is. Uh, apparently, Jeremy Latchman Latcham. I don't know who that is. Who served as the uh, SVP of Production and Development at Marvel? So I guess they're just throwing that name out there with it. But for all you Dungeons and Dragons fans, there's a movie coming, which has to be better than the last one. Remember that last one that came out with uh, Marlon Wayans? I don't remember it. Oh, man, it was terrible. I choose not to remember it. Well, you will remember when Tom Cruise and Elon Musk decided to shoot an action movie in space, right? Because it's going to happen. Well, what's Tom Cruise going to do? Like, he's going. They, they, he's so short. They film everything to make it look like he is like normal height. When you're or when you're height. in space, nobody knows how tall you are. Just remember well, they that. They will now. I mean, they went out. Hey, by the way, you know what the coolest thing is? Is getting to see somebody watch Avengers for the first time ever. <sighs> Who has not seen Avengers? Uh, the people I work with, their daughter, she's kind of interning while she's not in high school. I mean, she's still doing her work and stuff, but she was done and so she has been uh, watching the first phase she, you know she came to me about it I was like well, this is what you watch whatever and so she finally on Avengers and I was like oh my god wait for this and it's right when Bruce Banner shows up on that little moped yeah. and everybody you know yeah. start laughing she started laughing and I was like just wait just wait you know mm-hmm. and he's like you know the secret is I'm always angry whatever and then he turns around and punches this shit out of that space worm thing. Yep. Oh my gosh! She you started remember, breaking out laughing. You remember being in whatever suburb suburb of Atlanta we were in? At oh, we were in Cumming, Georgia, son. We were coming Georgia. What time was it? That, that would have been what after it started midnight. at midnight. So it would have been about two in the morning. And they that happened, and the entire theater erupted. Even though we'd all been there all God. So amazing. Prob- I, it's still in disbelief that probably, they pulled it off. Probably my favorite marathon theater marathon experience was us doing that one you know what I think just I, 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 I love the Star Wars one we had a good time at that and so on and so forth but right. I don't, there was just something about the I don't know electricity 
I guess, in the air. Of God. Excited for that, you know? Oh. oh, my good. So, good times. Anyways, so, yeah. So, I just told her, I was like, this is, just wait. You, she's getting to watch all this for the first time, and I'm just so jealous. Yep. Uh, that, that's the one thing we'll never get is that first time again. That's, we'll never get it back. That's right. Uh, well, moving on to that Star Wars news you that talking about. Um, I think this is the ones you're talking about. If not, you can bring it up. Uh, Mandalorian Season 2, uh, they have confirmed that Robert Rodriguez and Peyton Reed, director of Ant-Man and Ant-Man and Wasp, will be directing episodes for the new season. That's cool. I'm pretty excited. Uh, I've always been a big fan of Robert Rodriguez, and I do like both Peyton Reed Ant-Man movies. So I'm excited to see who else they're going to bring on board for the next one. I was talking about your other news, the other Star Wars news you have. I don't know if it's the same one either, but uh, so along with that, there's a new Star Wars movie coming from Takiya Watiti. There we go. Now that is exciting. That's exciting. Just that let is him. Exciting. Just, please, Kathleen Kennedy, don't take him off this and don't don't fire I don't, him. I don't think they will. I don't, I think they know. Just let yeah. him. And I, he's also writing the movie with uh, what was her name? I. Do you have that in front of you? Uh, Christy Wilson Carnes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, just let them just create the, something. Yes, that's what it was. She's the writer. She wrote uh, 1917 and Edgar Wright's upcoming Last Night in Soho. So I I I, I don't. I just put, want something original in the Star Wars universe. Just let them well, just pick a time period. As long as it's not, I don't. I don't nothing. I don't want it in the Skywalker timeline. Yeah, it's either after way after Return of the Jedi or even after the sequel trilogy, which I think they it's not going to be after the sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. I think they still want to build off that. I just have a feeling if if they're going to do anything, then just make it old, like just uh, not to the old Republic. I'm talking mm-hmm. like thousands of years. Let them just do something. Just or if it's maybe a bounty hunter movie, I don't know. But then again, we have a bounty hunter TV show, so right. I think. Uh, I think whatever we get from Watiti is going to be original for sure. So uh, we'll see. Pretty exciting. Did you, just real quick before we move on, did you get to watch the series finale of The Clone Wars? Yeah. Oh, no, no. Excuse me. I have not. No, okay. I've watched the episode where her and Maul fight. Mm-hmm. And they capture them all. I need to catch up on those other two. Thank you for reminding me. Yes, I have not obviously watched it. Uh, I'm still way behind on my Clone Wars stuff, but um, I just wanted to get your thoughts. We will try again next week on that. So, Clay, any other news or anything like that you would like to bring up before we move on to the 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 main, I guess, main event? You said that we start referring to as main event. Well, I wasn't. I was going to, but I didn't have anything else. I was like, uh, main. I, I, the, 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 main the main attraction. I don't, I don't know. I don't Stop. Know. Just start so, it. Anyway, anything else you want to add before we move nope. on? Nope. Nothing at all. All right. all right, Clay. Well, today, uh, Microsoft held an inside Xbox. Uh, they're calling it the Xbox 2020. They'll be doing these monthly, I believe. Is that right? Right. The next few months. Uh, the first one was showing off a uh, um, third-party Xbox Series X games for the first time. Uh, as you said earlier, um, it's quote-unquote in-game footage, but most of them had a little note at the bottom that said that this is what they were shooting for, basically. So what we're going to do, um, I'm, I've got a list in front of me, and I'm going to run down them in the order that they were shown. I'll give a little uh, synopsis, and you can tell me uh, what you think of it, excited or whatever. You know what I'm saying. Yep. So let's start off. The first thing they showed was Bright Memory Infinite. Infinite. Uh, Bright Memory is a hybrid of a first-person shooter and an action combat game already available on Steam. Huh, I didn't know that. Released as the first episode of a wider game, Bright Memory Infinite is a is that full game combining traditional shooting with melee combat in a mystery-wrecked, futuristic world. Also, you can drive a car that looks suspiciously like a DeLorean. Amazingly, it's all developed by one man. Uh, yes, I agree about, by the way, just real quick, the first thing I thought when I saw that car is, is that the car from Back to the Future? So, <laughs> I think it's impressive that it it's good, just one it? guy that, yeah. yeah, it looked great, yeah. but 
I mean, so I thought oh. it, I thought it was pretty cool because at first, uh, when it first started, you know, it was just guns, guns, guns all the time, and then like she did that jump or whatever and come down with a sword, and I was like, whoa. So, I mean, you, obviously with all these, you don't get a lot of info. It's not like these were huge info dumps. I think most of the trailers were, what, between two minutes, two and a half minutes at the most. Yeah. So, but, I mean, uh, it's a pretty good first impression with this first game. So, what do you think? Anything else? I mean, it. there was no gameplay. It it's was hard just... to tell. I mean, you don't get any story or any. I mean, you just, it, it looks good. I mean, it, it looked pretty neat. It has a DeLorean in it, so it's got that going for it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Moving on, uh, next up they show Dirt 5. Uh, it says, uh, no console launch is complete without racing games, and Codemasters promises new features, new innovations, and a fresh approach in the next installment of its excellent rally driving series. In an unusual development, Tom Baker and Nolan North will be lending their vocal talents to the game as key characters in the game's storyline. And this game is smart delivery enabled. Which means... I've never... Go ahead. Uh, what I was going to say is with the smart delivery, that means if you buy it for the Xbox One X and you upgrade to the Xbox Series X, you already have it, basically. Correct. Right, it'll update. That's cool. It'll update the game, whatever, and yeah. you'll be playing at the the better you, resolution. You get the best. You get the best version possible for whatever system you're on, basically. I've never been a fan of Dirt Five. But I mean, the the trailer looked great, but yeah. again, no more. There was here's no the gameplay. Thing. It looked really good. It did. Uh, I I do like rally games are fun, but I stick when I you know I'm a Forza person. Forza person. So, uh, well, Horizons, I'm not so much a Forza Motorsports. But anyway, did you see the trailer for Forza Street that they dropped earlier this week? No, I didn't. Yes, they dropped dropped the Forza Street, which they've kind of kept quiet about. Or I think that's what it... I I, I saw it somewhere. Maybe I was dreaming it. I don't know. But anyway, uh, I just, you know, if I have my choice between a Forza game and a... Which you know there will be one on here a Forza game and a dirt game, I'm going to take the Forza game. Plus, I've got Game Pass, so I'll get it for free anyway. Right. But, I mean, the game looks fun. Uh, if I have a chance to try it, I'll try it. Uh, beautiful. I mean, the cars and everything look real good. So, we'll see. Uh, next up, they showed Scorn, which is a first-person horror adventure. Scorn aims to take you on a non-linear journey through several horrific realms with a distinctly H.R. Geiger-like aesthetic, each with their own story to unravel. And this will be available on Game Pass at launch. Yeah, it looked great. I definitely had a very... Yeah, I was thinking H.R. Geiger the entire time. It looked great. I was thinking, is this some kind of alien game? Because uh, the heads in the background that had all the crap coming out of them made me think of Prometheus, and I was like, what is going on? Is this?" And then, obviously, it ends up not being, but... Definitely. A lot this of... was talked about years ago too, though. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, though. It looks very interesting. Uh, interesting. Again, no gameplay, though. No, nope. But on Game Pass, it launched, so that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Uh, next up, they showed Chorus. Uh, Chorus is a space combat shooter with a difference, adding a story to the genre's usual mix of aerial acrobatics and precision shooting. You play the haunted Nara piloting her her sentient starfighter forsaken on a journey to destroy the cult that created her course will arrive in 2021 and it is smart delivery enabled oops sorry sorry i'm over here petting bane and uh, i was trying to untangle his uh, his hair on his ear <laughs> i definitely want people to think i'm over here beating the crap out of me <laughs> anyways please continue what'd you think course um, and the, it's, it reminded me of the same vein of like Ikaruga yeah. and Super R Type and a lot of those. I, 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 I haven't played a shooter like that in forever. I, I love those types of games. Man, so. Ikaruga, we had such a hard time with that thing. Still Gosh. do. Yes. Gosh. That's probably one of the hardest shooters I've ever played. Yep. Uh, next up, I know you're excited for this one Madden 21. The eh. first next gen sports title shown by EA. Madden 21 brings football to new consoles in sparkling new form. And it is smart delivery enabled. No, it's not. 
Yes, it is. No. It's listed, is it? I've got it right here in front of me. Well, which website are you on? IGN. Uh, Polygon. This... Polygon just said that uh, what EA's doing is saying that, uh, yeah, if you have the game on Xbox One and you upgrade, then you have to, like, March 31st. Really? Of I 2021 to upgrade. I just went to a uh, synopsis thing on IGN, so interesting. Huh. Yeah, very. It did pop up that smart delivery though when you look at it when you watch the trailer. So yeah, huh. okay. Uh, I don't really have anything to say. Madden's Madden. I won't play it. I've not played Madden since they took out the uh, team team co-op. You know, it just it, it's no. It, first of all, it's no NFL 2K. But secondly, when they took away the ability for me to play four players on the same team with my friends, uh, I have no use for it. Right, you know. Anyway, uh, moving on from that one, we had Vampirade or Vampirade, huh? Vampire the Masquerade. I never played Bloodlines the other Vampire two. games. I have not. Didn't we play one on like the GameCube? Remember that? Like, um, did we? Uh, uh, almost like a Diablo shooter type of thing. Almost wasn't that a vampire game? I don't think so. I can't. But remember. this looks interesting, though. Looked kind of neat. Uh, the trailer was crazy uh the Don Cachet was playing the whole time and people were just snapping their fingers and killing and blah 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 uh it says it's the sequel to the cult classic RPG takes you to the underworld of Seattle as you choose to join one of several warring vampire clans it is smart and it is smart delivery enabled as well um looks good I don't think was there any actual gameplay well "Quote unquote" gameplay footage shown. I don't think so. I think it was all just trailer, wasn't it? Yep. Mm-hmm. You know they made such a big deal, by the way, about this being in-game stuff, and there was gameplay. That much. That's I mean that's what they said. Yep. And well, it was also supposed to be capitalized with the new Assassin's Creed, which you'll, you'll we'll get, get to that here. Yeah. Uh, next up, they had Call of the Sea. It's a first-person adventure game set in the 1930s. Call of the Sea has players step into the shoes of Nora exploring a South Pacific island in search of her missing husband. This game is smart delivery and it will be available on Game Pass at launch. I will probably play that just because yeah. I love I'm a sucker for indie games. It looked really good. It looked really pretty and just the aesthetics of it were really nice. I uh it's one that really caught my attention just the look wise and stuff. So I'll be interested to see what it's like. Uh next up was the Ascent. Uh this one I'm I think I'm excited for. Uh, imagine a cyberpunk Diablo, and you're somewhere on the road to the ascent. Playable alone or in co-op, this action RPG takes place in a futuristic dystopian where the ruling mega corporation has collapsed and left chaos in its wake. This That's is exactly what I thought of. Diablo, I thought of like Diablo, yeah. Diablo, yeah. That's what uh, I was kind of iffy at first because I was like, well, is this just single player or what's going on? Then I saw, then, you know, you started to see the little rings around everybody and stuff. I was like, okay, that's cool. Uh, it is smart delivery enabled as well. Uh, I'm, I'm interested to see more in that one. I think it's, uh, I'm always a sucker for a good Diablo clone, so we'll see. Uh, then they showed the medium. Uh, Bloober team has specialized in psychological horror for years at this point, but the medium sounds like another step forward for the Polish studio. Playing the titular medium, you'll see both the real and spirit worlds as you investigate a tragedy tragedy in a now-abandoned hotel. Excitingly, those two worlds come with separate soundtracks. One by Bloober Team's... I'm going to butcher these names, by the way. Arkadios... Great job. Rikoski. Rikola. And the other by Akira Yamoko of Silent Hill. And this will be available on Game Pass at launch. Hey, that got me hooked right there. The Game Pass part? No. Or the Silent Hill part? Silent Hill. Silent Hill. Uh, it looked interesting. The, the, the first of it where she was pregnant and all that stuff was happening. I was like, what is going on? So, um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, it's on Game Pass. Why not try it at least? Give me some of that psychological horror stuff. I'm down for that. I uh, still don't think there was any actual gameplay footage in that one either, was there? I don't think. Mm, if there no. was, if there was, it wasn't much. Exactly. Uh, next up, uh, I'm starting to get a, a 
theme from you, Clay, on these. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up was uh, Scarlet Nexus, which is an anime-infused action game. You'll play as a psychokinetic Yutu Sumagari. You'll explore the future, futuristic city of New Humaka, as I'm butchering all this, as technology and psychic abilities are used to wage war. <coughs> this game is smart delivery enabled as well. It looks cool. Do you like it? I think it's from people that did like Tales of Vesperia and stuff like that. Yeah. I think it's a is a band, uh, is a Bandai? No, yeah, Bandai Nam- yes, yeah, Bandai Namco. Namco. Yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try it. I don't know. I'll see. I, I was kind of wondering if it was going to be multiplayer or not. I didn't see anything that told me that it was, but I don't know. I just felt like it could be fun in a multiplayer setting. So we'll see. Uh, next up was Second Extinction. This game looked kind of crazy, by the way. A new game from Avalanche's self-publishing unit, Systemic Reaction. Second Extinction is a co-op FPS that sees you taking on the massed hordes of mutant dinosaurs that have taken over the Earth. Yes. And it is smart delivery enabled as well. That sounds great. And you know how we're always over like zombies being over and over. So give us the dinosaurs. Give us. Give the dinos- me dinosaurs. Yes. Makes me want to play Dino Crisis. And this I is, never played it. This I played the first one. Never did finish it, but I played the first one. Uh, this is four player co op, I believe. So uh, it looked pretty. It looked really pretty, and it looked pretty fun. All those raptor looking dinosaurs just coming at you constantly and stuff. So. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of excited about that. That's probably one of the ones I was more excited about by the time everything was said and done. That being said, I know that this is the one that you're excited for. Yakuza Like a Dragon. Uh, This is the seventh mainline Yakuza game, which makes some major changes, not not the least, uh, which is its switch to turn-based RPG-like combat. It's also coming to Xbox far more quickly than the previous installments and it's now a next-gen title that is the worst write-up ever. Uh, it is smart delivery enabled, by the way. Uh, what do you think? I think it's pretty big. That's a pretty big uh, get for... Uh, it is for, a day one. It, it doesn't say it yeah. anywhere, but it is a day, a day one. one. Yeah. yeah. You don't so, have to wait for it anymore. Yeah. Phil Spencer, man. I mean, that's that's a huge get, but yep. this is like a turn-based like RPG. Like, Well, excuse me, turn-based like RPG um, action. Mm-hmm. Like it's still like you know you you go around the city and stuff, and interact like you do in most of your Yakuza games. But it's it looks interesting. Yeah, I can't wait for it. I've still got to finish up zero and start on one. It looks uh, It made me want to play. There was some cr- uh, some pretty silly nonsense in there. Like when he used the what was it with the cell phone? He detonated something. I can't remember what it was. But anyway, well, supposedly he's like a big RPG fanatic in the game. Right. And so that's the reason why you're doing turn-based RPG action. It's because yeah. he imagines himself in the RPG. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of cool. Could be interesting. It looked beautiful, by the way. And then lastly, uh, and not surprisingly, they showed Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Uh, we got our first look at gameplay, or at least in-engine footage, for Ubisoft's next step in its historical action stealth series, including Siege Warfare, a raven that could represent Odin and much more, and it is smart delivery enabled. And Yakuza was as well. I don't know if I said that. Uh, how much gameplay did we see of that? What I didn't Five see. Seconds? I didn't see any gameplay footage really. I mean, that may be in engine, but I didn't see any actual gameplay footage. I don't. Okay, well, I take that back. There may have been that one point. Seems like when he was uh, running up to the uh, fortress or whatever. It showed a behind-the-back shot, which could have been for like five seconds. Yeah. But that was about it. So that's all 13 games that they showed. Uh, Clay, give me your overall impressions of what you saw. I mean, I'm just looking forward to all these fun little third-party games. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm all, I'm all about new experiences story-wise. But again, I mean, Xbox good did kind of set this up as there was going to be a lot of gameplay in there. There really wasn't. No. Now, I'm not going to get mad about it, but man, I got on like the Xbox One Reddit and people were just sitting there like, oh, Xbox is getting rid of all the goodwill they've built up over Sony since Sony's been quiet. And I'm like, okay, you're stupid. Like, literally, video game, like, gamer nerds are the worst. Mm-hmm. 
Like, shut up. Like, you're going to buy the damn thing anyway. You probably play a lot of those third-party games or whatever. I didn't feel like they were losing any goodwill. I was excited coming out of it. I mean, those were some beautiful-looking games, you know? Um, yeah, and it's just, I don't know. You, you Gamers like that can never they have they Yes, there's always something. It'll be the same thing when PlayStation eventually does theirs. It'll be the same thing, too, on that side. So, you know, it's just life as a video game fan. So, uh, I'm excited. I'm ready to, let's get this price point and stuff out here. And I, I did find it funny though, actually, now I'm thinking about it, at the beginning when Aaron Greenberg was on there and he had the, uh, that fake background that had the Xbox Series X as his refrigerator. Yeah, I just got a fine. good chuckle, chuckle out of that. Uh, so next month, uh, their monthly update will be on Microsoft games, Microsoft studio games. Mm-hmm. So that's what can't we wait. got coming up, which obviously I think the biggest one, at least that known one, is Halo. I might have to upgrade my 4K TV, man. So, how old to is play like on the Xbox? This one's only like two or three years old. I didn't think it was that old. That's well, I, I didn't mean it was like super old, but I I knew you'd had it for a little while. So, any other impressions or anything on that, Clay? No, I don't really have any other impressions, man. Also, I mean, I'm just just excited. Yeah. yeah, give me a price. Point. I always get excited when it comes new console time. So I, yeah, I'm ready to get that price point and go ahead and get my pre-order in. <laughs> I always like that's always uh, especially pre-order too. Uh, especially this year with uh, I think there's still, I think there is going to be a shortage. So you know that makes it even that more paramount that you get your. Pre-order. I saw a rumor on Reddit. You know how rumors are on Reddit though, but supposedly that they're already in production right now. So. I think they're in production. I mean, we've seen the box itself, but that doesn't mean that there won't be a shortage. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see. Either way, I'm just ready to get my pre-order in and see if I'm going to be paying six hundred dollars or not. Five fifty. I think they're going to try to keep it at five fifty. Five fifty. Who do you think is going to break and drop a price first? I mean, we've heard nothing. You think they'll just go ahead and do it? Xbox isn't got, I mean, they have nothing to lose. I mean, they already lost the market share from the previous generation. They might as well just go ahead and just announce it. I mean, now this is actually a video game console catered to gamers instead of it being like an all-one entertainment center like the Xbox One was when it was mm-hmm. announced. Mm-hmm. So. We shall see. So, Clay, moving on from that... Um, let's move into some emails for this week. Oh, Emails. Mm-hmm. We have some emails, as always. Thankfully, we have like three, two or three faithful fans that uh, send us emails. Although Brandon's been letting us down the last couple of weeks. Yeah. What's up with that? His uh, stump, his quizzes that we never can get the answers to. So, the first, I can hear your dog in the background. Yeah, Shelby and Boehner so now angry. are so fighting. They're both angry. That's what they do. They're fighting each other now. Hey! Hey! Cut it out! <laughs> Put that <laughs> gun down, Bean. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, first up, uh, we have an email from Glenn. Subject Hello, Glenn. is uh, Taco Bell. Uh, Taco Bell is no more ethnic than my cracker ass. You should be embarrassed <laughs> for mentioning it amongst ethnic restaurants. You guys are certainly not a foodie podcast. Sorry. <laughs> We're trying. We're trying. I mean, like... Listen. Listen. Right, let's be realistic. You know, he's right. But, you know, if I had to, I'd go to Olive Garden, so at least I can have some fine Italian time. Some, some, real, some real Italian. Not that Fazoli's yeah. crap. Not that Fazoli's <laughs> bullshit. Give me some of that Olive Garden. Give me some breadsticks and that endless bowl of salad. Yep. Well, yeah. They've got olives in it. It's yeah. Olive Garden. Exactly. Exactly. So, but he says, uh, Josh and I are clearly the food authorities amongst normal contributors to the pod. Just because Josh Powell like has a terrible taste, <laughs> and, oh, it's you too, Glenn. And what Asian fine dining is, and plus Josh is like he'll eat anything that's supposedly Mexican, like Chewy's. <laughs> He's Chewy's is literally the house that Josh Powell built. <laughs> Just like you guys will get some to eat. Let's go choose. You ever been to choose? Yes. Every time with you, Josh. Every time. No, man, no. This one. 
right, so he says, as for my Genesis Mount Rushmore, yeah, I got nothing for Genesis song, uh, songs, and I never really played the Gen- the Sega Genesis. But I can give you a Dreamcast one though. Oh. So his Dreamcast Mount Rushmore is Soul Calibur, NFL 2K, Crazy Taxi, and Gauntlet Legends. Mm. Uh, lastly, how did you celebrate May the Fourth be with you? I am writing this before the holiday, but you will read it after. I have ha- I have had to work. I have or had had to work, but I will come come home and watch the unspecial Star Wars. It does not it does not say Episode Four or A New Hope. <laughs> Are there any special things you have done in the past to celebrate? Hope all is well with with the wife and kids. Jason Clay, may you be met by a host of second graders. <laughs> Thank you, Glenn. The family's doing great. Uh, the baby's poop like nobody's business it's amazing how much twins poop all the time we changed their clothes three times today clay so i mean it's just constantly um let's see uh let's do the mount rushmore stuff nah, yeah mount rushmore okay. have, genesis do i don't you really have, have a genesis second. one okay i've got a Gen- i've got a genesis one go um, ahead you have to put sonic the hedgehog on there of course sonic uh, 2 nhl 95 that was an amazing hockey game. It's the game that made me like hockey. X-Men. Uh, Toe Jam and Earl. And Fantasy Star 4. Okay. okay. Uh, Toe Jam and Earl. I, me and my brother spent just hours upon hours playing that fr- freaking thing. It was so good. Hey, uh, so Dreamcast, though? Dreamcast. What you got? <laughs> Resident Evil Code Veronica. I knew he was going to say that. Shinmu. I figured that. NFL 2K. Mm-hmm. I mean, this last one's a tie. It's either Crazy Taxi or Power Stone. Let's okay. not forget about Power Stone, baby. I'm going to throw one out there here in just a second see if it changes your mind on the uh, Power Stone thing. Okay, I got NFL 2K as well. Um, Soul Calibur. Um, that was just, that blew my mind. I still remember to this day playing it nonstop. Uh, Rez and Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Nah, I love it, but no, sorry. So I can't believe you'd take. Uh, dude, I burn. I burn a lot of time in Crazy Taxi, though, man. God, man, it is a good game. That's true. That's true. Uh, so may the fourth be with you. Uh, have you ever done anything to celebrate it, Clay? Or anything? Uh, not really. I, sorry, I, I'm a big Star Wars fan, but I don't. I don't yeah, celebrate. I, I don't really either. I have a good time with it. Uh, this year, I did get pretty pissed off. Uh, so. On the Disney uh, store website this year, they had a couple of uh, uh, little things that I wanted to get. Just again, that collector collector mentality kicked in. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a Disney a limited edition Disney Star Wars key uh, and a just a one of the little pins. I made the Fourth Be With You pin that had some Star Trooper Star. Stormtroopers on it that was pretty neat and a Hoth mug coffee mug because I've been looking for a good coffee mug for work yeah all this stuff went on sale our time at 9 9 a.m. so I was like all right I need to get on there because I know how it is with Star Wars fans they'll bombard the thing uh I got none of it wow the entire site went down three times I had all all the stuff in my cart i'd hit checkout and it would crash the entire the entire thing would crash and i would lose my entire cart uh finally gave up went back and eventually i did get my hoth mug this is the only thing i got out of that whole mess i was pretty angry but that's just life i mean i knew it was going to happen i knew that the whole site was going to go down but i was like i was like dude i was on there right on time and had my stuff and just didn't get it that's the way it goes i really wanted that key though for no other I don't really know why I wanted it but I just wanted it it wasn't even that neat looking so anyway there's that one uh, next up we have one from Josh um, it's remakes he says lots of remakes and sequels of older films popping up again let's hear what movies you've always enjoyed that would actually that you would actually like to see get remade same question but what would you like to see have a sequel Personally, I would like to see a remake of A Never Ending Story. 
I'm sure that's a controversial pick. And I'm excited about the Top Gun sequel. Uh, so, this is the first part. It's a two-parter. Uh, anything that you'd like to see remade? Uh, Back to the Future Part 2, because that <laughs> shitty movie needs a second chance. <laughs> anything uh, a sequel to? Uh, I just wish we had a true sequel to Star Wars. Or a true sequel to Back to the Future, the first one. That would be nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I thought about it a little bit, and uh, I would like to see a, uh, if done right, a remake of Willow and a sequel, actually, of both those. I don't think Willow needs to be remade. Well, uh, it'd have to be... Willow, right, have don't to be, remake me, Jason. It'd have to be the right director, and obviously... Made again. Obviously, that wouldn't be me. Peter Jackson because it would be like a like a six episode or a six movie thing that would just drag on forever and be terrible. Why is this t- like two hour movie dragged out into a four hour movie? Another one I would like to see, which they have done sequels and they have tried to do a remake of, and never have, and it's just always in de- de- development hell. Is uh, the Crow, but um. I think the first movie is an amazing movie, and uh, I love it. It's always it's one of those movies that just hit me at the right time and the right age, and it's stuck with me all these years. But um, I'd like to see something even closer to the uh, James O'Barr source material, uh, which it does a good job, but at the same time, um, again, if done right, it'd have to be the right director and everything. But those are the two that popped to mind for me. Um the second part of his email is uh, what temperature do you prefer to drink water? And he has hot, warm, room temperature, chilled, or iced. He said, I prefer room temp. I'd say room temp and iced, I guess. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, like, if there's some, like, if there's a case of bottled water, bottled water sitting around, uh, I can grab one at room temp and be good. Uh, but I do like it. I, I have a cup of iced water right here with me. And I just took a drink of it, and it's wonderful. So, you know, uh, those are my two. And that is it for emails this week, Clay. Which leads us to this week in geek history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My in geek history brought, oh, to, you by, brought to you by... Taco Bell and Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I was pretty disappointed until you until you told me that Taco Bell was sponsoring it this week. So, cause I was expecting I was expecting my regular, but it's, it's Taco Bell and Olive Garden. Could you imagine a mashup of those two? That would just It'd be, be some of the best, just best food ever. So you take like a quesarito, quesarita, and put like fettuccine alfredo in it type of thing it'd just be crazy i wouldn't know what to do mind is exploding anyway so geek history um we're recording on the 7th so i just went with that one this week uh on this day in geek history in 2009 the jj abrams reboot of star trek premiered starring chris pine in the iconic role of james t kirk the film would go on to be one of the best rated and highest grossing movies of 2009 to this day, the film remains at a 94% fresh rating on RottenTomatoes.com, one of the site's highest rated films. So, there you go, Clay. You f- mm-hmm. Were you a fan of those? Just curiosity. I don't know. Are we? I, don't, I am. I like them. Um, I don't think they're... I don't know. They're, they're good in their own right. Uh, so, but there's that. Clay, anything else that you would like to add to this week's podcast? I got nothing, man. Nothing. It's just day, nice one, to have a little bit more news, you know. It's kind of weird, actually, having a. I had like a like uh, outline sheet and everything for this week. It was different, so maybe we can start getting back to normal. More, I don't know. I mean, it seems like the only thing. Although comic books start shipping again, and then at the end of the month. Yep. Woohoo! There you go. Comic books are coming. Everybody get ready for to get back into the X-Men talk. <laughs> I know they're excited. 
to listen to us talk about X. This is actually a uh, demolition, a demolition man two podcast. Now they're making. Uh, a, you did see where they're uh, making a demolition uh, man two. Uh, uh, Seriously, I just wanted to explain how how to shit with those three shells. How to use the seashells? That's all we need. To know. How to use the seashells? How to use the seashells? Well, with that. You can find us on all the podcast streaming sites out there, and please make sure and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you haven't joined the Facebook group yet, just search for Ramblings from Nowhere. You can find us on Twitter, at From Ramblings, and on Instagram, it's RFN underscore podcast. Also, don't forget to send us those emails with any questions or comments to rfn.podcast1 at gmail.com. Clay, where can everybody find you on these social medias? You can find me on Twitter at Sweet JJ, the number one, the letter S, and my new website, Clay Fights Second Graders and Kicks Their Asses.net.gov.com. You can find me on Twitter at Jason76Z. And with that, we are out. Hey, hey, you said. Uh, I don't know something, but I didn't do that.